Good day, everybody. Once again, it is me, the J to the E to the double F3. I am Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Now, for today's interview, we are talking to the Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, reporter, and podcaster, John Alba, who will be co-host of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. This is a brand new podcast with Alba and Matt Hardy. It will be a weekly podcast debuting on January 7th. So we spoke to John Alba about joining Matt Hardy and creating this new show with Matt Hardy that's coming up very soon from Podcast Heat. Now just stay tuned and you'll be listening to an exclusive interview here on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast with John Alba. Stay tuned. All right, this is Jeffrey Harris reporting for 411 Mania and the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast, and we are speaking to Emmy-winning sportscaster, broadcaster, reporter, and now the host of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, with Matt Hardy, but he is not Matt Hardy, he is John Alba, who is joining us today, and we are talking about uh, this new project uh, with podcast Heat. The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, uh, and looks like it'll be debuting next week, January 7th, uh, with Podcast Heat. So, uh, John, tell us how this whole project came together. Well, first off, I appreciate you making the time to chat with me and talk about this new project as you were going down the credentials of the show. I was smiling because it's still pretty crazy to think that this is a reality, um, this is something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. And I grew up just a massive fan of the Hardy Boys, especially Matt Hardy in particular. And I always felt he was just kind of the secret sauce of the Hardys. We saw his career reinvent so many times over the years. And I really appreciated his contributions to wrestling. He, he was one of my guys. So about three years ago, I kind of had this thought in my head, what would a Matt Hardy podcast sound like? Just because I thought he had so much that he could offer to people. And it would be different than what we've grown to know as these nostalgia podcasts. Everyone in pro wrestling has got a podcast these days. Right. But, but about three years ago, I had that thought. Uh, Matt and I first got in contact last year. And then once I got my new gig this year i finally had a platform where i could feasibly put something like this together and make it happen so i reached out to him in the beginning of october and a couple weeks later i got a response from him we had a five-minute phone call and we were off to the races from there so was matt on board once you once you spoke to him about this or did it take time to kind of form form this into I guess, a project that you would both want to do and work on together. Yeah, I think it helped that I had a lot of time to come up with what this podcast would look like in theory. Mm -hmm. So I had a pitch ready to go. I said, man, I just need five minutes of your time. And he gave me a call. And in five minutes, I pitched the whole thing to him. He said he was interested. And then it was 
the Orlando Dynamite, whenever that was. I think it was October 23rd or something like that. Right. Uh, he, he and I got lunch at a Chipotle near the arena, and we had lunch for about two, two and a half hours, and we just ironed out essentially a year's worth of potential shows and topics. And immediately, I think we both knew, all right, we, we got something here. So that's where everything went about. And, and he's expressed his full confidence in me to help deliver this and tell his stories. And that's just the coolest thing in the world for me. Now, do you know what you want the format of the show to be? Or do you want to experiment with a little bit or do it in different stages? Sure. So I think with any show, and I've kind of learned this from TV, you, you have to adapt on the go. Right. You see what works and you see what doesn't work. I think that's what's with any good wrestling show, right? Right. I mean, especially with AEW, with Dynamite, where we saw what worked with Dynamite, what didn't, and they generally try to learn from that. So I think that's kind of the approach we're taking with this. What I can promise is that while it will be in nature a quote-unquote nostalgia podcast like what you see on you know a lot of Conrad shows and whatnot, this will be different. Um, it, it will focus around a central nostalgia topic, but the goal of it is to link the past to the present and see how those events from the past helped influence wrestling as we know it today. And in addition to that, Matt just has so much that he can offer in terms of educating audiences. So whether you're a wrestler who's listening to it, whether you're a fan who's listening to it or however you may consume it, our goal is that you will learn something, whether that's about storytelling, psychology, character development, or in Matt's case, overcoming adversity, because that's a huge part of his story. And that's stuff we're going to get into every single week as well. I think there are so many wrestling podcasts out there. There, there are so many podcast podcasts out there, but I think what's going to give you guys an edge is centering this on Matt. And Matt's had, Matt has had a pretty historic career and he's still active, which is, a guy, you know, who's been in the business this long and, and is still active and is prevalent in the business as he is, it's pretty rare. So I'm very excited to have his perspective, to learn more about his career from his perspective and, and chatting with you about that. Um, so what what you said all sounds very exciting. But what do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and he's so far... He's so forward thinking, right? right? Like Matt has always been one step ahead of the curve when it comes to wrestling. Like think of like the Matt Hardy V1 stuff and the Matt facts and like embracing the internet. Then he's one of the first pro wrestlers to embrace Twitter and Twitch and the, even the cinematic stuff. No one thought cinematic stuff would ever work in wrestling, but he made it work. I'll never forget the first time that I saw the Broken Matt character. I did not get it at all. I was like, what is this guy doing? This is one of my favorite wrestlers. He's ruining his legacy. And then a week later, it clicked for me. I'm like, okay. I didn't I get see what he's doing. I didn't get the Broken stuff either, but I think when I, when I, when I understood it, it's when people started cosplaying as Broken Matt at comic conventions. And then I'm, I'm like, okay, this is what Matt is, Matt's career. It's almost like a kind of like a comic book superhero going yeah. through different eras. Yeah. And you can find a lot of parallels to wrestling and comic books or superheroes just kind of 
how they will go through different eras and transitions, like with different creative teams or artists or, or get totally revamped, which kind of goes with wrestling. You kind of have to reinvent and revamp yourself. And Matt knows that better than just about anyone else in this business, you know? That's, that's exactly why I think this is going to be a successful show because there is so much ground to cover. And again, it's not just talking about these events that happened in Matt's life. Mm-hmm. Every pro wrestler has their own story of things that happened. We're looking at how these things tangibly affected the wrestling business. You know, Matt Hardy was not the biggest star in wrestling history, but I think you can argue in good faith that Matt Hardy is one of the most influential wrestlers in history. And that's where we're going to really be able to own in. And what I just love about him so far that I I've gotten to know him and he's got a track record. It is too. He's so transparent and he's so honest. So he'll have no problem helping people understand what wrestling psychology is. That was a big impetus for this. I kept thinking to myself while I was coming up with concepts for podcasts, I hear wrestling fans all the time talk about pro wrestling psychology. They say, Oh, this guy's got great psychology. Mm-hmm. But do they really know what wrestling psychology is? And I don't mean that in an insulting way by any stretch of the imagination. Do they have a true understanding of what psychology and character development is? Now, I've had a chance to work on the independent scene for the last six years, and I, and I love it. And I've been so fortunate to work with so many incredible talents who are on national television week in and week out now. So I've been fortunate enough to get an understanding of the modern incarnation of that. Well, Matt has both the old school and the modern uh, picture on that, like a perspective on that. So I think you combine those two perspectives and it's going to make for a really unique dynamic. Now, as I recall, I think Matt, at least, he was having some activity in WWE, then WWF, like right as they were making that transition from like the, you know, in the mid 90s, from that mid 90s era to the Attitude Era. And then Jeff eventually came in and they became uh, the Hardys, the Hardy Boys, Team Extreme, etc. Do you have a lot of thoughts on, on covering that era? And uh, I'm just going to be very curious to sort of hear Matt's perspective. You know, these young guys in their 20s sort of on the cusp of this radical change in the industry, um, you know, that was huge. It was sort yeah, of like, and it was sort of like, one, for a lot of fans like us, it was like, the No Mercy ladder match. Yeah, yeah. The so no, yeah. That's the tag team ladder match that put both the Hardys and the Edge and Christian on, on a rocket to superstardom. So I, it was a natural launching point for me for this podcast that we had to start with that because that's where everything starts for the Hardy Boys as well. Uh, now, earlier, I think you mentioned just how honest Matt is. So to that... Do you think Matt will be willing or wanting to talk about some, you know, he has had his demons in the past he had to overcome. Um, Do you think he'll be wanting to talk about, you know, overcoming those demons or some of the more controversial points in his career? Uh, Yes, and and that is going to be a huge part of this podcast, talking about overcoming adversity. Um, You know, there are some topics that I'm not sure he'll be completely comfortable going into. And, you know, as, as we 
brainstorm ideas and we have talked about many of them already you know we we won't go into certain ones and i won't go into that specifically out of confidentiality to him but i i think generally speaking he feels very comfortable talking about overcoming hardship and these things that are very much part of his journey you know the extreme life of matt hardy is not just a pun on being a member of team extreme it's because his life has been so extreme he's had extreme highs like walking down the aisle at wrestlemania 33 in front of 70,000 screaming people who were shocked to see him and then he's battled addiction so uh, i i think there's so much ground to touch on and he feels pretty comfortable hitting on most of that and Jeff, too. I mean, Jeff's a huge part right. of his story, right? Right. Like, there's no doubt about that. Jeff is a huge part of his story. And we'll talk about Jeff on the show. So I think that's all really important. Now, uh, depending on how this goes, would you ever want to work on a book project with Matt? Does Matt ever want to work on an autobiography? Because wrestling autobiographies do still tend to do pretty well these days. Yeah, I mean, that's not something that he and I have talked about, but who's to say, you know, it right. could certainly go well. I, w- I would love to work on something like that. Um, I, I started working on a book last year about some storytelling stuff, and I got like, I don't know, I got maybe like five, six chapters in, and I just got bored. So I got to have something good if I'm going to try to dig in on something like that but uh, who knows i mean i can tell you this matt certainly has the stories to fill a book and i have no doubt that it would be a great book so uh, if he does that awesome if not we're gonna have this tremendous archive of episodes that i feel really confident people are going to enjoy and i'll tell you what man i've been blown away by the response we've got and i'm, I'm used to you know having trolls and my twitter mentions on our reddit and all that stuff but it's been overwhelmingly positive, and as we record this interview, uh, it's already the number three pro wrestling podcast in the country and the number 38 sports podcast in the country, and that's after one day of announcement. So really excited. Now, will this be in addition to uh, one-on-one with John Alba? Are, are you converting one-on-one to this show, or what's going on with that? So currently on the ad-free shows platform, on Conrad Thompson's ad-free shows platform, uh, I have a few shows. One of them is one-on-one with John Alba, which is a long-form interview show uh, where I talk to people from all around the pro wrestling industry. And I think if you've been following that show, you can expect a lot of that type of interviewing. That is kind of my interview style. And I think that that will really help make our podcast different than a lot of others it's a lot of very human interviewing if you will um i also have a show called up for debate on ad free shows which is kind of like a part of the interruptions show i do that with danny cage the owner of the world famous monster factory uh but this show will be separate from those this is going to be free for everyone on the podcast heat network where uh, conrad thompson is also on and you'll hear him on the ddp and jake the snake podcast and that's where Rick Flair's podcast with Mark Madden's on and some other really cool projects as well. Now, uh, if I can pick your brain a little bit, um, so we have WWE Day 1 coming up on Saturday, and then, you know, there were some talents who were missing in action at Madison Square Garden over the weekend in Raw on Monday. Do you think everything's going to go off as planned uh, for Day 1, which, according to Dave Meltzer, they want to be a really big show and one of their biggest shows of the year and, um, you know, apparently there was a COVID-19 uh, outbreak 
among the WWE roster? Is, uh, is, there, is there some trouble brewing? Listen, I, I can't really say because the reality is this Omicron variant is so unpredictable. Right. right? And it's affecting like, other sports too in a big way. I mean, it's affected everyone. Yep. I, I right now am quarantining in my room because I have potential family members that have been uh, potent or family members, I should say that have been potentially infected. So it's like, you, you just don't know. And, and I hope that all the talent are safe. I hope everyone does their best to stay safe. If these reports are true that WWE is scaling back on testing, I don't know if this is the right time to do that, but we also know that there's been so much trouble with testing recently that who's to say that it's even being done efficiently. So I, I hope for WWE's sake that they can get the show off the ground. It seems to be a pretty good card on paper, but more than anything, I just hope that the town are staying safe. Uh, I, I definitely uh, agree with that. But um, in terms of, I, I mean, so in your opinion, do, do you think what's going on with NXT 2.0 right now is a result of the whole Wednesday Night War? Does the whole Wednesday Night War thing get overblown? I think that the Wednesday Night War was a litmus test for WWE to see if it was worth investing in NXT in the way that it had been prior. And when it didn't win, and you can blame whatever factor you want for it not winning, but the reality is it didn't win. Um, WWE's main roster people decided, hey, we need to create a developmental system that will feed us exactly what we're looking for. And the reality is, no matter how enjoyable you may or may not have thought NXT 1.0 was, it wasn't feeding what WWE's main roster officials wanted. So as a result, you get the do-over and the makeover and this new look NXT. And whether it's for you or not is your discretion. But I think it certainly matches more what Vince McMahon's vision of WWE is. So you take that for what it is. I think there are some very talented people down there. It's just a matter of can they succeed? And I think what we're seeing with the Grayson Waller stuff is kind of a, an indicator that they are willing to invest in some of these talent if it means they're going to reach the vision that they have in mind. Were you surprised or blindsided by today's news at all about Tony Storm um, and she? I, I guess I kind of understood it a little bit more when I heard she apparently, according to reports, requested her release, which was granted. Um, I mean, I, I don't know anyone's personal, you know, the, what, whatever their personal reasons may be. So I don't want to say if I'm surprised or not surprised, but I, I think it was pretty clear that Tony Storm had a certain threshold on the main roster that she probably wasn't going to be able to get cross. And if this report is true that she requested her release, she decided to do something about it. And I, I tweeted about it. You know, it's really crazy to me that someone who just seems like an obvious can't miss can't break past a certain level. But at the same time, this is the track record now. This is what we're seeing consistently. So I can't say I'm surprised. 
were you surprised, like, when they kind of tried to, you know, going back to Matt Hardy, when they tried to rebrand, I guess, the Broken Universe as as the Woken uh, Matt Hardy thing in WWE, that it, it didn't, I guess it didn't take off, but even though, you know, they had some of that stuff, and, and it seemed whenever they did it, it seemed to do well, and it seemed, um, it, it drew well with the fans, um, is it, is, I guess what I'm trying to ask, is WWE just not the right place to maybe experiment with stuff like this? Well, that's, that's an answer that I can't wait to find out, because Matt and I are going to talk about that stuff. Uh, I, I can't wait to delve into the Woken Matt Hardy, because I think there's so much that we don't know about it. And I know, I, I don't want to go into full details, because he told me some of these things that we need to hear on podcast form, but I know there were plans for stuff that didn't happen. And I can't wait to talk about those things because I think there was probably a little bit of frustration involved on both sides. And we never really saw what that ultimately could have been. And and that includes Bray Wyatt, who was a huge part of all of that. And Matt told me he's very excited to eventually do an episode talking about Bray Wyatt and the eater of worlds stuff the the leader of worlds. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to get into that stuff. But I, I, you know, I've heard another interview, I think where he talked about just sort of all the nuances and, and, and the meticulous detail he put into his characters. I think it was when he was talking to Chris Jericho once, and I was just so fascinated. So I, I know there, there, there is just so much, um, you can, you, I'm sure you get you guys. There is un, there's an unlimited wealth of knowledge with Matt Hardy. I know that for a certainty that you will that we are going to get from this show. Um, so I guess last couple things. Um, so the the show is launching on January seventh, and where will people be able to listen to it and download it? Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, where, wherever you get your podcasts, you'll be able to hear it. Plus, a uh, video will be available on YouTube at Matt Hardy Brand. So if you want to watch us tape this, you can do that as well. And the, the, the podcast social media is at Matt Hardy Pod? Correct, on both Twitter and Instagram, at Matt Hardy Pod. Okay, and uh, John, also, if you have any other projects or things you're doing, or um, any social plugs, any anything else you want to share uh, sure. with our readers or listeners. Sure. I wanted to give you the time to well, go ahead and uh, share that. I, I appreciate that, and I appreciate your time. Um, I can tell you this. This is not the only podcast that we've got in the works here. There's Ooh. more to come. And uh, we're, we're just waiting to cross the T's and dots and I's, but... Uh, should that one get off the ground, that one, you know, I told you before, like the important thing is that your podcasts have to be different. Mm-hmm. Well, boy, howdy, this one is different. So I'm, I'm really hoping that can get that done uh, soon. And, you know, I'm pretty good at teasing on social media. So right. I'm sure very soon you'll start to see some very annoying teases from me. Uh, but you can follow me on social media at John Alba, J-O-N-A-L-B-A. Lose the H because H's are, in fact, for losers. But, um, I, I'm really appreciative of your time, and I just I hope people get out of this podcast what I I think they will, and that's just an educational, entertaining, fun, and very real uh, look back at the life of one of pro wrestling's 
greatest talents in my opinion so i'm really excited and i'm really grateful for the positive response that we've gotten so far well uh john congratulations on this and i hope uh you know the new project you have in the works will also go well thanks for your time and uh i hope you have a a safe and uh happy new year and i hope everything is going well uh where you're living and everyone and everyone is recovering or, or staying safe and everyone and everything will be okay so best wishes, you know, getting through this whole uh, pandemic era, this Omicron era, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful new year, and I'm very excited about this show. I can't wait to listen to it. Thank you so much to you as well on all that front. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I want to hear people's feedback, so please never hesitate to reach out on social and let us know what you think of it. Great. Thank you very much for your time. This is John Alba, an Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, and you've been listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Okay, and that was John Alba, the co-host of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. That show will debut wherever podcasts are found on January 7th. New episodes will be available every Friday. You can check out the show on social media, at Matt Hardy Pod, uh, on Twitter, or subscribe to at Matt Hardy Brand on YouTube to find out more. Now, for our show, you can listen to us on the 411 Mania YouTube channel. Um, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. If you can find us on YouTube, and you can give us a like, a comment, a subscribe, I would very much appreciate it. If you can give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I would very much appreciate that as well. But more than anything, thank you for listening to us. I hope everyone is having a safe and happy holiday season. Uh, I hope you have had uh, a safe and happy holiday season, depending on when you have listened to this. But until next time, this is the J to the E to the double F E. I am Jeffrey Harris, and you've been listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm.